This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm Lily Chai. So, during the COVID lockdown, do you remember trying to repair things yourself? So, I remember uh, failing miserably trying to solve a leak in my bathroom during the COVID lockdown. And I guess everyone can agree how important handymen and electricians are because it is hazardous work. So Recommend.my is a platform for locating and hiring Malaysia's service experts to provide home maintenance and cleaning services on demand. So they started back in 2014 and we are here with Jasmine Law, the CEO and co-founder of Recommend.my to know more about the business and its operation. Welcome to the show, Jasmine. Good morning. Thank you, Lily. Uh, so happy to be here this morning. It's a pleasure to have you here. So uh, let's talk a little bit about you first. So you work for Accenture, Acumen and Bain before f- uh, founding this company. So what is the story behind you know, the birth of Recommend.my and how has your past experience in all these companies helped you build your business today? Got it. So yes, I started my career in consulting. So first spent about six, seven years in Accenture, where I was mostly doing things like IT and system implementation. Some of the largest systems in Malaysia was actually built by our our team back then. After Accenture, uh, I was headhunted over to uh, Bain & Company, where I did more strategy work. That was more helping global businesses like Mondelez, for example, and uh, uh, grow their business across Southeast Asia. So Then I covered Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Indonesia, some parts of Hong Kong as well. Then, you know, just like the typical consultant, I got bored and said like, you know, I I need to go and do an MBA now Mm -hmm. uh, and did a year in INSEAD. So that was half in France and half in Singapore. And there was a lot of exposure as well into things like social entrepreneurship, um, you know, venture capital, private equity. So after my INSEAD MBA, I then said, hey, let's go and do something different for a while and applied for an internship with Acumen Fund. Um, And that was in East Africa. And and what I gathered, I think, from the whole MBA and internship experience was that, hey, business can be put uh, to do a lot of good in terms of community development, right. in terms of helping the poor uh, get out of the poverty gap. Right. And, and that experience really stayed with me uh, when I went back to Bain, you know, did a couple more years and then asked myself, um, how can I put my, skill, my, my skills to good? And I think it was at that point that, you know, many, many years ago, my dad and I were building our family home. And the process was so long and so challenging. It took about 10 years, hmm. 10 years to build one house. And, and why, right? It's because we worked with architects, multiple of them, um, interior designers, renovation contractors, plumbers, electricians. Everything was so difficult and stressful because we were spending so much money mm-hmm. and we didn't know whether these guys were actually giving us good advice or they were just trying to charge us more, right? right. There was no clarity around how much everything should cost, uh, what is a good quality product, what is a not good quality product. Um, and so at that point when I left consulting, I thought, you know, my first thought was to build a platform that creates trust and a feeling of security when someone is trying to hire a service for their home. Right. So that's how Recommend My was born. And at that time, I was so lucky because um, Alex, who, who is uh, my co-founder, and also Anthony, who is uh, my co-founder in, in Indonesia, we all had the same vision and um, trying to see how we can fix this whole services 
problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's how Recommend Group was born. Right. So can you briefly tell us what Recommend.my does then? Okay, great. So, Recommend Group, we have uh, we operate in Indonesia and Malaysia. In Malaysia, we're known as Recommend.my and Indonesia, we're known as Sejasa.com. Okay. Essentially, it's a, pla- it's a platform for connecting customers like you and I, you know, busy people, to services. Uh, we focus on home services, so things like home maintenance services, um, cleaners, plumbers, aircon contractors, um, you know, pest control guys, to home improvement service professionals like interior designers, renovation, you know, contractors, carpenters, painters, that, that sort of thing. Uh, and so these are two sort of like uh, focus categories, mm-hmm. uh, focus verticals. So we help make sure that when customers request for a service, we connect them to the best possible and the most suitable service professional within their area uh, with the best rating and who is able to fit best with whatever they are looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And I guess uh, when it comes to repairments and uh, asking people to come over to our house to do perform some repairs, I guess the biggest fear is something bad might happen. It's either two things. Right, as you mentioned, the charges insanely high. Maybe like fixing the toilet will cost uh, fifty ringgit and sometimes sixty or seventy. That that is like, oh, why are you charging me so high when it's something that I could possibly learn? Another thing is, you know, something bad might happen. So. I have a personal experience about my friend having a contractor come over and it was in a period of like 10 days or something and theft actually did take place. Mm. So, but your platform, right, recommend.mine did claim, you know, these experts that uh, we are going to hire, your customers mm. hire, are trusted and verified. So can you walk us through the process of, you know, what can you help do to ensure that these and customers like us are safe? Got it. So we put in place um, a lot of measures to ensure that the service professionals that join our platform are the top quality ones that you can find. So the first thing is that when we onboard service professionals, we filter them very well. We take all the documentations, the SSM, IC, you know, um, uh, proof of address, bank statement headers and all these things just to make sure they're legit in the first place. Mm. And then we look for service professionals in good places as well. So for example, we will read through ratings and reviews from like Lao Yat, you know, all the different forums to make sure that nobody has complained against them. And when they join our platform, we do an onboarding session that teaches them how to use our technology, how to speak to customers, how quickly you should call back, how you should do pricing and, and stuff like that. So the entire onboarding process is uh, very stringent, mm. right? We have a list of, I don't know, maybe 50, 100 service professionals who are waiting in the pipeline to join us. And we only accept a very small proportion of them. That's the first part of it. And then the second part of it, um, to address your question on the pricing, to be honest, um, things have gone a lot more expensive. And uh, nowadays, right, Um, Mm. the inflation is real. And for a service professional, they have to charge a certain, I would say, a site visit fee or a minimum call-out fee when they, they come. Because coming to someone's place is probably an hour and then moving from one customer's place to another customer's place is probably you know another hour as well so they have to make the time work for them because that's the only real inventory Mm. they have right so in a way when people uh, book a service over our platform we give a lot of clarity in terms of uh, if this service you're looking for for example installing a tab then these are the prices that you should expect and customers know this before making a request so in a way they have an expectation of how much things cost Um, we also impose and say that if the service doesn't pan out for whatever reason then there's a minimum fee Mm. 
So from this, setting the customer's expectations up front, um, they, they know what to expect. And also the service professional then don't have to be in a position where they're trying to explain why even they do something that seems to be simple mm. or uh, takes a short time, uh, it is also of a certain fee. Because they're also trying to think like, okay, you know, I only have eight hours today. How do I make sure that I bring enough uh, home for the eight hours? And you know, workers used to cost only about 80 ringgit per day. Um, now, a good worker costs 150 to 200 ringgit a day. Mm-hmm. In a way, they're also thinking like, oh, do you know, I'm hiring all these people, they're costing a lot of money. How do I make sure that I bring in, you know, I bring back mm-hmm. a, a, a certain return? So right. pricing, uh, transparency and setting pricing is the second thing that we do. And then in terms of warranty and, and all that, there are a lot of protections that we provide on the platform that if you hire the service professional directly, they might not provide or they might yeah. actually disappear when you try to call them again. Mm-hmm. The first one is a warranty, a 30 days warranty when you do any servicing or installation, you know, uh, it's a protection against uh, something going wrong. Okay. And then on the other hand, we also work with Allianz uh, to provide an insurance program. So if in any of the jobs that you do with us, there is a theft, a damage or a public liability, somebody trips over a pail and died, which has not happened uh, in our eight years, uh, touch, touch wood, <laughs> um, then there's a protection against that. So in all, when customers hire, they have the certainty that no matter what happens, the warranty, the insurance, or if everything fails, our very dedicated customer service team will actually take it on. Now, this kind of certainty, you don't get when you hire somebody um, that your cousin recommended to you. Because when you call him again, he might just not pick up your phone. Correct. And to him, you are just one customer, right? If I lose that customer, never mind. There's so many more in the world. But for us, we give them a lot of jobs and it is actually representing a large amount of business that they have. If they ignore our customers or they ignore us, they will lose a lot. Mm -hmm. Which is why I think the system helps regulate both the incentives and behaviour on both the customer side as well as the service professional side. Right. So how many experts are there uh, on your platform currently? Okay. So the amount of experts that we have listed with us is uh, in a few thousand. Um, The ones that are active with us are maybe a thousand, two thousand, and that's on a monthly basis. They actually take um, jobs from us. There are some that use us intermittently. For example, interior designers or renovation contractors, right. when they get a big job, they then focus on that for six months and then they come back again. So the behavior patterns of our service professionals vary whether or not you are a cleaner who take three jobs from us every day or an interior designer who only come back for that one big job every six months and then go off to focus on it. Right. So I'm curious as to like how, then where does your revenue stream come from then? Okay, so we have a combination of revenue streams. So um, uh, it ranges from uh, transaction fee, where from uh, every transaction that we uh, bring to our service professionals, we take a small cut from it. And we also have a subscription program uh, in which uh, we have uh, you know, a partnership with a payment platform, Stripe, uh, to be able to take subscriptions from the service professional's credit card every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a combination of transaction and Uh, subscriptions as well. Mm, All right. Okay, it's time for us to take a short break for some messages, but don't go anywhere. I'm here with Jasmine Lua, who is the CEO and co-founder of Recommend.my. It is a a platform for locating and hiring Malaysia's service experts to help provide home maintenance and services on demand. So do stay tuned here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Books, figurines, movies. BFM 
89.9, The Business Station. Listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm here with Jasmine Luo, who is the CEO and co-founder of Recommend.my. So it is a platform for locating and hiring Malaysia's service experts to provide home maintenance and services on demand. So before the break, we talked about you know her past experience and how it helped birth a Recommend.my with her co-founders and the gaps in the market and how they help to provide trusted and verified experts for maintenance and other services. Now, this business started back in 2014. Uh, a lot of things and demands have changed over the years, nine years actually. So can you tell me how the business model started out initially and how much has it transformed over the years, especially during the pandemic? Great. So when we first started out, right, uh, we were reading all these like Silicon Valley stories about Yelp and all these listing systems and we thought, hey, listing systems should work really well, right? So we, uh, you know, did what everybody did, uh, created a listing page and, and you know, started saying like, okay, if you wanted a plumber in Tamantun or an electrician in Bangsa, here are the list of service professionals. Um, and we were so proud of it because the page looked quite nice. <laughs> um, and then ironically, uh, we took a trip to uh, the Valley uh, along with Magic at the time. And um, after doing this very energetic and enthusiastic pitch, we I thought like, yay, we're going to build the Yelp of Southeast Asia. The three... Um, uh, the mentors that we had looked at me directly and said, Jasmine, do you want to work on this for the next 20 years? And I said, what do you mean? He said, a listing systems starts out being very easy, but it is actually very expensive to scale because mm. you need a large amount of skill for what, you know, what, what you're trying to do. And then um, and, and after talking to them, we realized that actually a more transactional model will work better. And honestly, that piece of advice... Um, was one of the things that changed the course of our business uh, for so much mm. uh, for so much better. So that's one of the things that uh, we did. So we moved from listings and then we moved to transactional uh, a platform. And then we kind of realized that actually transactions work very well with things like um, cleaning, uh, you know, um, pest control, aircon servicing, where it's actually quite straightforward, right? What the price of a job is and uh, how much we can uh, charge, you know, the, the little bit that we can charge in terms of transaction fee. Uh, but when we started to move into things like uh, renovations, interior design, bigger things, we realized that a transaction fee model doesn't really work. Right. And then from that uh, moment on, we started to also expand on the subscription business where the service professionals pay us a certain fixed fee to users every month. And then whether or not they get, you know, 1 million ringgit worth of jobs or 10 million ringgit worth of jobs, as some of them do, um, they just pay us a fixed fee. Mm. Right. So in a way, they don't worry that, you know, their big earnings from a big project will be heavily um, taxed from that perspective. Right. Yeah. So today we operate both a transactional uh, fee model as well as a subscription model. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, the, the list of services and the categories that are available on your platform, there are just so many. Like, <laughs> is it 100 if I'm not mistaken? I think it's more than that. I think it's 200. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it covers from, you know, home maintenance, yes. home repair, contractors, even like curtains to 
things like, you know, legal services to do probate and then home massages. Can you tell us, like, instead of just focusing on, you know, maybe home maintenance, so people will know that uh, home maintenance, then they'll think of recommend.my instead of an all-encompassing category of things. Yeah, you know, I wish I knew that when we started. Um, to be honest, the reason why we cover so many areas, and we still do today, uh, is that we started out in listings. So the listings business model is all about um, SEO, right? Being attractive on SEO, people being able to find you because whatever they type, there is a match yes. with one of your categories. Yes. So that's how we started. When we moved more towards the transaction model, we started to look at our chart and ask ourselves the question, hey, actually, uh, where, is the, where is the industry the biggest? Where is the profit pool? So something we learned in consulting last time is the profit pool. There may be many, many, many areas where you can get a profit. But the truth is that the 80 20, the Pareto principle really holds. So we found that actually the bulk of our revenue came from two categories, home maintenance and home improvement. So it is at that point we started to say, hey, if we are moving towards a transaction model, um, we need to follow the money in a sense right. to try and see where does our model really work. And it is not just a matter of profit. Actually, profit is just an indication that what you are doing for the customer is right and what you are doing for the service professional is valuable right, uh, to their business. So after that, we decided to focus on home improvement and home maintenance. So it's, um, and, and today I think still 80, 90% of the volume, the traffic, the transactions, the revenue that we have is from these two categories. Right. Right. So you mentioned that in order to recommend the right people to the right customers, the right experts to the right customers, you do incorporate AI into your system, into yes. your platform. Yeah. Uh, everyone can agree that AI is beneficial for businesses when it comes to repetitive tasks like this, right? Recommending the right people to the right people. Yeah. Uh, but there are certain mistakes, right? There are still room for mistakes that AI will possibly make. So how do you address the, these kind of issues when it happens? Got it. So um, maybe I can explain a little bit more about our algorithm of matching. Then I can see how AI actually comes in. So when a person makes a request, say a customer asks for a service uh, on our platform, say electrician, bangsa, for example, um, our algorithm then looks through the requests um, and it matches them to the service professional based on a few things. The first one is uh, the proximity, um, the ratings of how well the service professional has been ranked. Um, it looks through things like the category of service and the match between the skill set, right? That on uh, that algorithm has been there since pretty much day one. And it is the, uh, I would say the baseline. Lah. Um, in recent years, what we have tried to do more is to use AI to estimate. See, some for some jobs, it's very straightforward. Mm. Say a two-hour cleaning, a three-hour cleaning, uh, or uh, one horsepower aircon servicing. These are very straightforward. And for these sort of service, um, it is already it, the prices have already been standardized and established for a long time. But there are other things in which the prices are not so established. Things like uh, electrical repair. So if I have a washing machine that is making a funny sound and it is of uh, a, a Electrolux brand. You know, how, how would we know how to price it? Of late, what we've been trying to do is look at the inputs that the customer put in and correlate that to the final 
uh, scope of the work as well as the price of it. So today, if you go over our platform and you say like, hey, my washing machine is making a funny noise and it is from Electrolux, we give you a price estimation that would be different if you said that my washing machine is um, uh, not working and it is a Hitachi machine. Mm -hmm. So in a way, uh, ba based on these parameters, we are able to tell you with a very accurate window actually how much your, your, your thing is likely to cost. Right. And if we are able to do this in repairs, we are probably going to be able to do it across other things as well. So if you're doing an interior design, a renovation, which is bigger or a painting job, right? Um, are we then able to be able to predict what the price of your job would be? And why prediction is important and why AI is very important is because we have found that Customer conversion is about two times as much when we are able to predict the price. Right. It's, imagine if you enter a shop, right? And you know it's a Padini shop. You know, right, roughly the things in there, whether or not you can afford. Mm -hmm. Being able to enter our store and tell the customer, hey, actually, this thing is costing like that one. And don't worry, you'll be able to afford it. It's the kind of security that we're trying to give customers. So the prediction and like yeah. the estimate is uh, you gathered that through the market rate, right? Not how uh, individual experts will charge them. Um, it is actually the baseline is always set by we are saying that, okay, looking at our history, this is the baseline, what, it like, what it's likely to be and what people say that they will charge. Then along the years, as we look at the customers putting in their requests and you know the conversations that they have, the service professional, and then we look at the eventual price that they quote, right, line by line, we're able to say, eh, hey, actually, um, it looks like, initially, it always looks like a 200 ringgit job, but it will probably end up as a 450 mm -hmm. ringgit job. So at that point, we tell the customers, look, it's likely to be a 450 ringgit job. So then they know that they can probably afford the final price. Right. Yeah, I think, I guess services is why it's unique and so challenging and so different from a product is that when you want to buy a Philips kettle online, you know that it's a Philips kettle. It really hardly differs whether you buy it from Shopee, Lazada, you know, or any of these places because what you will receive is a Philips kettle. But when you buy a service, it matters a lot what the service package looks like, what the SKU looks like, and who actually picks up your job. The experience is actually vastly different. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is build this platform where it starts to consistentize. is that such a word? We try to make consistent that experience. Mm -hmm does not really matter who picks up your job, but the service you can expect for Recommend.mind is standard. Now, this is a huge challenge and to a certain degree, we have solved for maybe 60, 70% of the problem, uh, but AI is helping us trying to inch towards that 80, 90% uh, where we are able to predict prices so that one day ordering a service will be same as ordering a Philips kettle online. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, since you have AI helping you, of course, you have gathered data from Everywhere, millions. Exactly. Yeah, data so points. I'm ask. I'm curious as to who are the people uh, asking for their service, mm. asking for hires, and who are the experts? Are they across the nation, or is it just Clang Valley for now? Got it. So about. Um, if you look at the customer side, the bulk of our customers are 25 to 40 years old. So um, mostly people who are busy, I find. Mm. Um, and they want to go to a platform and they want to think like, okay, I'm just going to outsource this. Um, you take care of it and then I can use my time for other things. Uh, growing my career, making money, um, taking care of my children, you know, um, important things in life. I think the platform is less relevant for people who like to look at 10 or 20 different um, places before making a decision uh, because uh, yeah that you know that's just the value that we bring we bring a sense of certainty trust and uh, transparency into prices 
So that's the mindset of our customers. And um, over the years, when we interview them, when they, we bring them in for focus groups, we find that they're actually very busy people. Because, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, okay, I only have 45 minutes uh, in the afternoon, mm-hmm. so I, I'm going to come in and help you, but that's the only time I have. And I realised like, oh, wow, they're very busy. They have other things to do, which is why they want to outsource this problem to us. And which is why security and trust is so important to them. Mm-hmm. Because actually, it's not really the 200 ringgit. It does not matter. But nobody wants to be um, taken for a fool. And, and and that is why they actually come to our platform because knowing that we will take care of them no matter what happens. They just want things done, basically. They want things done and they, they don't want to get scammed. They don't yeah. want to have the trouble mm-hmm. of needing to fix somebody's like botched job. Yes. Yeah, so that's the mindset of our customer. Um, it is quite equal, actually, between male and female. I always thought that it was the men that took care of the renovations and, and all these things at home, but turns out that is not true. Women actually have a lot of decision power when it comes mm-hmm. to home services. And then when you look at our service professionals, there is a combination of small businesses, um, individuals and large businesses. I would say that the majority of our service professionals are small businesses. Right. So they have between five and ten workers and the uh, the Tauke himself, the owner himself, takes a very active role in the business still. Yeah, And then we have a lot of cleaners and aircon service repairmen who are individuals. So people who um, have realised that maybe they, they want to uh, grow specialty into something, say aircon servicing or plumbing or whatever, um, these are individuals. And then a small portion of them are big businesses. So cleaning businesses who have like maybe 10, 20, 30 staff members, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. Okay, yeah. so we're running a bit out of time, unfortunately, but uh, I want to ask you, right, yeah. this year, what mm-hmm. are the future projections? And, you know, are there any investment opportunities that you're looking at, M&A perhaps? Wow, that's a very big question because, as you know, we are standing on the precipice of 2023, right? Everything is uncertain. Um, there are some people who are like doom and gloom. Everything is going to be bad, recession, inflation, war, whatever it is, supply chain disruption. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Looking at our numbers and just speaking to our customers, I feel a lot of optimism because um, the economy seems to be still doing well and I hope that it will continue to be as resilient as it was actually during the pandemic years. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, we also thought like, oh, die, lah, you know, everything's going to <laughs> you know, burn up in flames. Um, but the truth is that our business grew year after year. And during that time, there were some years we were growing at 50% right. per year. Um, looking forward, I want to be cautiously optimistic. We think that a 20-30% growth is still very doable. Uh, we have a lot of interesting things in the pipeline. Um, so one of them are very good collaborations with partners. Uh, for example, we just launched Courts, uh, Courts Partnership this week. Um, we will be installing air, air, air conditions, water heaters, fans, uh, whatever you buy in Courts you will have a smiling recommend.my service professional turning up at your house to install your appliances, right? And we will be doing more of these kind of collaborations. Um, So that's one. The second one, we have also stepped into procurement as well as extended warranty. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you buy uh, an air condition from recommend.my, uh, we will also cover your installation. We will also provide extended warranty for you. And in some cases, we are able to provide extended warranty for a lifetime. The typical extended warranty is two plus three years, two years manufacturers, three years, um, you know, the extended warranty program. But under certain conditions, we can protect your aircon for as long as you are still in love with your aircon. <laughs> okay? Um, and you know, these are some of the ideas and some of the, the growth that we're pushing towards. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for spending time with me today, Jasmine. Welcome. I've been, been speaking to Jasmine
Lua. She is the CEO and co-founder of Recommend.Mind. It is a platform for locating and hiring Malaysia's service experts to provide home maintenance and services on demand. If you miss any part of this conversation, you can of course go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app on that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to download the full conversation. I'm Lily Chai and this has been Open for Business here in BFM 89.9. Listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.